welcome back to the Suitors Podcast. In the previous episode, we spoke how Bandit Khan's son-in-law, Asman Khan, stole the hawk from Baba Gurditta, hid it in his house, and how Bandit Khan was trying to trick the six, showing them around the village in a farce to try and locate the hawk. The hunting attendants then recognize that Bandit Khan was lying, so they leave and tell Baba Gurditta, and that's where chapter 9 finishes off. So now chapter 10 begins with a quick review explaining that you know, the hunting attendants ran to Baba Gurditta, told him that the hawk was in Pendekan's house, and that Pendekan had no fear and just lied to us in our face. How could he, how he took them around in a farce, they were telling Baba Gurditta about this, uh, and that he had agreed and desire for the hawk, that he was keeping it in his house. The, finding, uh, the hunting attendants then also say that, you know, we saw the hawk, uh, come into the village, not leave the village, so he's deceiving us. He realized how amazing the hawk was, and for that reason, he kept it. So Baba Gurdutta hears this, and then thinks, you know, what is the best thing to do right now? So he decides to go back and tell his father, Guru Hargobind. So Gurdutta was a little bit worried about the situation as he was arriving to uh, Guru Hargobind's residence. Uh, he bows down and salutes Guru Hargobind, and Guru Hargobind asked him right away, you know, so how was hunting? You know, did you see how the hawk swooped down on the other birds? Was it able to attack birds from a long distance? And Baba Gurdutta tells him the whole story, saying, you know, we went far into the jungles. We saw many birds. This hawk was able to swoop down on birds without them even knowing about it. Uh, he ate to his heart's content today. So after spending some time hunting, we came back in the afternoon. On the way back, the junior hunting attendant had a hawk uh, on his arm when a ruddy sheldrake, a beautiful red bird, flew out from the bushes. He saw it and let the hawk go after it, but the hawk didn't fly after it because he was full from eating all day. And it just headed to Pendekan's village. We searched around there, but we couldn't find it. You know, Guru Hargobind, whatever you do is best, so just do that, but it's not in anybody's uh, house except for Pandekan's house. So here Santok Singh says, you know, Guru Hargobind knows all the secrets of everybody's heart, including all the deceit people uh, may play. So understanding the fate of Pandekan, Guru Hargobind then just laughs and says, you know, this Turk no longer has faith. Guru Hargobind forgave Pandekan his heart, you know, showing great fortitude in his mind. So at the same time, there's a very massive festival happening in Kartarpur and congregations from all over were visiting uh, and receiving uh, the blessings of Guru Hargobind. The visitors were not just content with seeing Guru Hargobind once, so they continued to stick around for some days, enjoying the festival, enjoying uh, the blessed sight of Guru Hargobind. So some came and stood in front of Guru Hargobind listening to his words. Others were standing in the uh, court in love taking in the sight of Guru Hargobind, you know, enshrining this sight in their heart. They were reciting uh, the divine name, you know, having great faith in Sikhi, thinking that Guru Hargobind will be helpful to them in the afterlife. So this festival went on for five days, and, you know, Guru Hargobind stayed amongst the congregation during this time, enjoying the festivities. The leaders of the community, the Masans from various areas, you know, at the end of the festival, all received Saropas, uh, blessings from Guru Hargobind, and slowly, slowly, different groups uh, left to head back to their own lands. 
And as they're traveling back, they're singing the praise of Guru Hargobind. They're singing things like, you know, this amazing, gigantic warrior Guru Hargobind, the one with a compassionate nature, is the true Guru who helps others, you know, extremely generous. He gives, you know, great respect, respect and grants bliss to his devotees. And yet, with determination, he is able to destroy the armies of the Turks. He becomes a savior to all his servants who remember him in their time of need. Uh, with his bow and arrow, he annihilates the enemy, sending off arrows. You know, he is the peer of all peers. He is the emperor of all emperors. So this is the type of praise that they're singing as they're going into foreign lands, you know, spreading the Guru's praise there as well. Um, it mentions, uh, you know, these people are also saying, you know, those who saw the beautiful actions of Guru Hargobind in war, you know, they tell that story. They say, you know, Emperor Shah Jahan is not even as respected as Guru Hargobind, who could step forth and fight Guru Hargobind. Uh, the moonlike beauty Guru Hargobind even has Indra, the king of heaven, come down and bow uh, at his feet. So these five days were spent with the congregation. And on the sixth day, Guru Hargobind was sitting there thinking about Bandit Khan, thinking, you know, why has he not come yet? He took all these gifts I gave him and he didn't come back. Either he's gotten egotistical, he, that's why he's not come back, or he fell from his horse, he injured himself, or he's ashamed about something. So Guru Hargobind is thinking about this when he sends a servant to go call him, to figure out why he's not come in five days. So the servant went there, saw Bandit Khan sitting down, very sad, in dirty clothes. The servant says to him, come on, listen, the Guru's calling you. Come with me quickly, let's go. This idea was, uh, sorry, this uh, idiot, Bandekhan, it says, Muruk, was extremely unfortunate. You know, he had invited death to his house. He got up, you know, just as he was dressed, he went with uh, the servant. You know, he didn't wear good clothes. He didn't wear the weapons Guru Hargobind gave him. Uh, and just as it was meant to be, he acted out his fate. Uh, he didn't ride his horse to see the Guru either. He went on foot. You know, he was just crippled with anxiety as he was heading there as well. So he comes, he salutes at the Guru's feet. Um, he sits down in front of the Guru, you know, with this anxious mind. He couldn't even look straight at Guru Hargobind out of shame, you know. And it mentions, you know, the Aldo and Guru Hargobind understood why this was. And then he asked him, you know, why have you not adorned the clothing, the, the star, the turban that I gave you? You know, why didn't you ride your horse here? Where's your shield and sword that I gave you? Uh, why did you not obey me and, and come here like this? You know, you're wearing dirty clothes, your face is even dirty, it looks like you're really sad, you know, and anxious. For five days you've not been here. Um, you know, what's the reason for this? Did something happen? Uh, you know, you, you will not be saved if you lie. But if you tell the truth, you know, with every breath and every morsel of food, you in the rest of your life you'll experience great bliss. So here, as an aside, Santok Singh, the author says, you know, because of fate had turned on him, Pandekan, he lied. You know, even knowing the Guru's glory, at one point he said, you know, uh, you know, when your servant came to me and called me to come visit you, Pandekan saying, you know, I heard this and immediately I just went with it. You know, I didn't have any fancy clothes with me. Don't worry, I'll come next time wearing the fancy clothes. Um, you know, nothing's happened in my house. Everything is good. I haven't washed my face. You know, that's why my face looks dirty and sad. You know, I came very quickly because, you know, I was just absorbed in your remembrance. Guru Hargobind then replies, you know, listen, 
the hawk flew into your village. You've hidden it. The hunting attendant told us this. He told me that, you know, we saw the hawk fly into Pandakon's village and it didn't leave that area. So Pandakon replies, you know, I met with that hawk hunting attendant and tried to search with them. You know, I took them around the village. We looked in all the houses. You know, Guru Hargrin, don't forget, there's a saying, a hawk, a deer, uh, sorry, a hawk, a dog, and a barber. All of these, when they're full and satisfied, they won't do any work. You know, the world knows this. That hawk flew away because it was full. It flew out of our village. We asked a lot of people. No one from my village has the hawk. Basically, the hunting attendant lied to you. All the houses are yours. You know, who would lie to you and hide the hawk? It probably went to some forest. This white hawk was so fast. You know, how will anybody find it now? At this point, Guru Hargobind speaks a little bit more aggressively, you know, to try to make him understand. Guru Hargobind says, think carefully about this. In speaking the truth, one's sins are forgiven. Forget this deceit you have and tell me what's going on in your house. If you know in your heart something, then tell me, so you may be forgiven for your mistake. And hearing this, the idiot replied, um, but he was barely even able to speak this from his mouth. He said, you know, I didn't even see anything with my eyes. Someone is putting this blame on me. Uh, no one there has a hawk. For me to hide something from you is, is not proper. I wouldn't do that. The hawk must have gone somewhere else because the hunting of, because the hunting attendant is afraid to tell you the truth, he's lied and he's put this accusation on you. So to get Bandicon to properly and unequivocally lie about the situation, Guru Hargobind asks him about this for the third time. And he says, use your intellect here and think carefully. Forget this deceit you have in your mind and tell the truth with all your heart. If you've seen the hawk, tell us about it and which house it's in. You're a great servant of the house of the Guru. You know, you should desire to get the graces, to be in the good graces of the Guru. So don't uh, become someone who's just deceitful. Listening to this, this uh, Nimakarami, this truly ungrateful person, Bernikong, got extremely angry and his eyes went red when he replied, the hunting attendant is lying to you. You know, he's falsely accusing me. Why don't you go think about this in your heart? You know, they're ruining my reputation and you're not helping me in this time? Because I'm employed here, I tolerate this type of accusation. Otherwise, why would I even tolerate this? So the author Kavisnathok Singh says, now this idiot's mind has become stubborn. Uh, his mind state from before was totally flipped and death now has approached his house. You know, he was filled with sins and in his mind, he didn't recognize what was going on. He was sitting there like stirring in anger. At that moment, Guru Hargobind calls over Bidichand and says very quietly in his ear, now it's afternoon time, go and uh, bring this hawk back from Bernikha's house. Listening to this, the warrior Bidichand bowed down at Guru Hargobind's feet and he set off fast like an arrow. He went to Pandekhan's village, and as he approached the village, he covered his face with a small cloth. This was early afternoon time. Everybody was in their house, some were sleeping, some were just sitting there resting. So Bidichan breaks into Pandekhan's house, and he looks all around, he doesn't see anybody there, except for he sees a Saman Khan sleeping in one room. So he approaches that room, he gets near the bed, and he sees the gifts of Guru Hargobind sitting there. You know, the fancy clothes, the weapons, the hawk was also nearby. Osman Khan was in some really deep sleep. He was just 
breathing very deeply there when Billy Chan walked out uh, very softly. And seeing all the items there, Billy Chan gets extremely happy. The clothes were hung up on this peg, Billy Chan grabbed those, but he also went very closely and very softly to uh, Asman Khan and he removed the distad, the turban, off Asman Khan's head as he was sleeping. So he took both the sword and shield, which were also beside Asman Khan, on the pillow. He grabbed those. The hawk was there as well, beside the bed, and it was on this peg that the hawk was sitting on. So he just picks up the peg and takes the hawk that way. So Bidichan was able to pull out this amazing robbery, and nobody even saw him, and then he jetted back to Kartarpur. So when coming back to Kartarpur, he puts the items in another place before walking to the court of Guru Hargobind. And he walks in and he speaks to Guru Hargobind saying, you know, with your blessings, I was able to bring back all the items, you know, the fancy clothes, the hawk, the shield, the sword. I place them in another room before coming in here. Bidhi Chan then tells him how he did this, you know, very quietly he's speaking in Guru Hargobind's ear. You know, Bandit Khan sitting in the court as well. And during that time when Bidhi Chan was gone, Bandit Khan and Guru Hargobind were speaking about different matters. So hearing this from uh, Bidichan, Guru Hargobind then looks over and sees Bandekhan, looks straight at him and says, listen, understand, everything is still all right. Just give me the hawk that you have in your house. If you really want it, then recognize this in your heart and just tell us what you want. You know, tell us you want it and we'll give it to you. Just bring it here one time so we can see it first and then I'll give it to you. Listen to me, I'm not telling you any lie here. Why are you ruining your life by lying? Just tell me the truth and you'll be able to enjoy bliss in this life. So Guru Hargobind says this, but Bandekhan didn't recognize the Guru's glory. You know, this idiot's fate was in full effect when he replied, you know, exalted Guru, you know, you are the one who's lying. Very quickly, you've placed this false accusation on me. If you don't believe me in your heart, then I'll take an oath on your feet. And saying this, Bandekhan touched down and uh, he bowed down and touched Guru's feet three times in the way that people take oaths with his hand. And just stuck in this bad state, he lied uh, to Guru Hargobind. Having forgot the glory of the Guru, he just thought of him as a normal person. But Guru Hargobind is all-knowing. So Pandika then taking the false oath, even said, I've not even seen the shadow of the hawk. So this Turk, having forsaken the fear of Guru Hargobind, said this lie, and hearing this, the moonlike, beautiful Guru Hargobind was then extremely angry. And this is how chapter 10 ends. In the following chapter, we'll hear how Guru Hargobind responds to Bandit Khan's lie. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been contributing to make this podcast possible by supporting it through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.